Finnovate showcases cutting-edge banking and financial technology through a global conference series featuring short-form demos and thought leadership. Now, the conversation continues on the Finnovate podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Finnovate podcast. Joining me today, we have Chris Karagusian, CEO and co-founder of Help With My Loan. Chris, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Greg. Hi, everyone. So for those people who aren't familiar with what you're working on, I mean, the name kind of says it all, but can you talk a little bit about what Help With My Loan is all about? Yeah, we are a software-based company that has transformed the way we have automated the entire in the underwriting process for commercial, residential, business, and personal loans. We've done it at a successful 95% plus funding rate. We've closed well over $200 million for our customers and users as well through our platform. Wow. I mean, it's really impressive what you guys are able to do. Let, let's take a step back though and talk about something which is not so impressive, which is sure. the lending industry from the standpoint of customers. You know, I've been doing this job for a while now, and most of my friends don't really understand what my job is, but they understand enough that when any of them have an unpleasant lending experience, they come and tell me about it. And I hear a lot about it. You know, I hear a lot of people who complain about getting a mortgage, particularly from uh, certain financial institutions, that it's a really difficult and frustrating and, and dehumanizing process. I think the quote that stood out to me was it's at the same time invasive and dehumanizing, which is a difficult <laughs> combination, yeah. but it's, it's sort of where we're at. Why is lending generally and mortgage lending in particular still such a source of frustration? Yeah, I, I trust me. I get friends all the time too. I've been in the industry 20 years. So I get friends and family always ask me, of course, our customers, you know, the biggest problem for customers, let's start with them for sure. Um, that's where it all starts is just collecting the financials is the biggest hurdle. It's such a laundry list of items, first of all, as a client, you got to give and hoping you're going to the right bank, right? There's 18,000 plus banks out there. So first of all, the financials, right? Did you pick the right bank? Now you, you did pick the right bank. Great. Getting those financials to the banker and underwriter. And then, you know, they start their process of underwriting and using some of their legacy, you know, old ways of doing underwriting. Um, so that's where it all really starts. And again, sometimes items get lost in the shuffle. So then there's another frustration, right? Like you said, invasive. After you've asked for everything about this client, you're going back and saying, you know, I've lost this piece or I don't have it. Can you send it again? Or it's not working. Um, so those are kind of the key things right now that are frustrating customers. And what the banks obviously are lacking is innovation. Um, and that's what also makes the deal more friction as well in the entire process. No, absolutely. And I think one of the important pieces to keep in mind, and one thing that it's easy to remember if you kind of sit on both sides of the industry is as much as the process frustrates customers, it also is frustrating a lot of bankers right now as well. Can you talk about that side of things, sort of where those frustrations pop up from the bank's own employees? Yeah, I mean, uh, twofold, right? I, I was in the industry for 20 plus years. So I felt that same frustration why I left and created this company is the lack of technology. Um, it's fragmented softwares you have to use almost like seven to 10 different pieces of software to do one file. Um, that's not really productive in my opinion. Um, the other thing too is we closely work with banks right now, right? We have 300 plus banks signed up in our database and in our software. So deals get automated and match and we are within an earshot of every deal. You know, you hear the frustrations of why it's taking so long. 
and the underwriter went on vacation. Now the file stuck there, right? They don't have a way to transfer it to another like underwriter, which is, it blows my mind. And that's the thing with bankers right now is they love sales, right? I think a great banker is awesome at sales, customer service. They're not always awesome or love the financial analysis time that consumes almost 80 to 90% of your time, right? You're hindering them being what they're great at salesmen, going out there, getting deals, networking, you know, building their pipeline. And they just are getting tired of getting the deals, you know, the battle of collecting the financials, getting the financials to the underwriter. And then the whole process begins with the underwriter looking at the financials, right? It's you're doing so much redundancy also. So it makes you also lose good talent. Um, some of these people eventually get frustrated. Um, I'm not tooting my own horn. That's what frustrated me. And I just said, I'm going to try to do something out there. And at least I know my company will be a software that I wish I had. So it's like, you know, it's a software built by bankers for bankers at the end of the day. So we have their frustrations in mind. Don't worry, help is on the way bankers. So um, yeah, that's a little bit about what's going on in that banker side of the paradigm. Yeah, I mean, it's really interesting because you you almost have a situation right now where nobody is particularly well served by the status quo. On the one hand, you've got customers experiencing frustration. On the other hand, you've got bankers experiencing frustration. And it kind of begs this question, how do we get here? Why, why is this the process that we have? Yeah, there's a paradigm shift finally happening in lending. Believe it or not, there's still policies and, <laughs> and processes from the 1940s and 50s in banking. <laughs> like again, take a Which second. Is, to again, think about boggles that. the mind. <laughs> yeah, I really want you guys to take a second to like really let that sink in. You're talking about processes and ways from the 40s and 50s. Slowly, like I said, yes, there's been some technology to help. CRM is not a solve. There's a lot of CRM that we, yeah, banks use. There's a lot of, um, you know, Excel sheets, formulas. These are great advances we've done, but you know, now we're in the 21st century. With all the technology out there, that's the lack of innovation that banks are needing. Is they're not known for innovation. They're hindered because regulations, you know, lawsuits, customer service, technology, they gotta make maintain all that. They're not, you know, think about this also. When's the last time you've had a bank roll out an innovative product? Right. Zelle, right? 200, 200 banks use Zelle. They didn't create it. Right. So that's another thing. It's it's a form of payment that it sounds so simple, but banks don't have the time to do that. So it really does take a lot of innovative entrepreneurs, people from the industry to really create that technology. And that's pretty much what we've done here at Help With My Loan is we know the frustrations. We know the feedback we've been getting right as bankers, as I've been a customer in the lending world and now as entrepreneurs and we were brokers. Right. We saw that spectrum. So it's putting it all together and bringing it out. Unfortunately, again, banks aren't always leading innovation internally. They will adopt innovation, but innovation has to come from somewhere. Why not us? Right. No, I think it's a good point. I also think we should be a little bit generous here and give some credit because a lot of the pieces that create frustrations are very necessary parts of the process in terms of avoiding exposure to risk, making sure that everything is compliant. You know, these rules and processes do come from, I think you can say a good place. They're, they're necessary, but at the same time, the way that they're used right now, the way that they're employed certainly does create this frustration. And, and I think we're at a point where, you know, to, to your earlier point, where there hasn't been an update on this in so long. 
So let's talk specifically now about help with my loan, because, you know, I've seen the technology. You guys have been on stage at Finnovate and it demos really nicely. And by the way, I would encourage anybody who's listening to go check out that demo. But um, I, I think it'd be good to hear just from, from your mouth exactly where you guys really see the areas that you can make a big impact in this space. Yeah. The first thing we're looking at is the full spectrum, right? There's a consumer, there's brokers involved, and then there's a bank involved. The portals and software that's out there, you know, there isn't something like ours that caters all three. So you got to start from there, right? So when a consumer, a broker comes to our platform, uploads their financials, our AI's optical character recognition feature within minutes, not two, three weeks, not 30 days, 45 days, underwrites the deal, matches you to the right lender, that step right there, just that part alone, just like I mentioned, you're talking about two weeks, three weeks, 30 days, 45 days. Sometimes I'm not even kidding, Greg. We've had clients come here after six months of going to all the wrong banks. Not really. I swear. Yeah, we've done <laughs> deals where they come in, they went to, you know, I'm not going to say the bank's names, but they went to about four or five banks. We simply put it in our software. I said, well, here's the list of the eight banks you should have went to. Um, and let's go with the one you want, which is the lowest rate. We close that deal within 35 days because obviously, right, there's still legacy ways, but we match that deal within 24 hours. So this actually brings up a really interesting question here because you know, we're talking about 30 days, which I think is sort of standard. Obviously, you know, mortgage is a, a more complicated loan. There's certainly a lot more smaller loans that can be had much more quickly than that. But when it comes to kind of the most complicated loan, these mortgage loans, we all agree, I think, that 30 days is too many. What do you think is realistic? What what should it be? I want to add one more thing to that, though. That's 30 days for you to get decisioned. That doesn't even mean approval. So that alone is just like, wait a minute. You know, you're going to spend 30 days, not necessarily get the loan. There's roadblocks to get there, right? Um, closing conditions come up that you just didn't expect. Appraisal issues, phase one, two, or three issues. So there's a lot of things that come up in that process. What we like to do with our software, because we know it saves you up to 80% time of that financial analysis. So if you, I'm looking at it as like, okay, you take 30 days for a decision, not necessarily closing. I've just given you at least, let's just say you want to even put some manual process to it and let your you know senior underwriters take a look at the financials of the AI's work. I've saved you at least 28, 29 days, right? That to me is something that it should be. Yeah, this should the underwriting process should be a couple of days at best. It shouldn't be weeks and weeks of first of all underwriting it, or it's just stuck in a queue, right? Because there's also bankers that don't do the work I was saying earlier of pre-screening the deal; they just submit it. So you also are getting all this bombardment of deals that don't work at your bank anyway, but you're you know, clogging up the queue for your underwriter. So um, you know, that's another reason also, it's not just the deal doesn't work. And, you know, we spent three, a lot of the reasons these long times are happening in these mortgage industries. Like I said earlier with that client, six months, five banks, we found the right one. Right. But yeah, it's clogging up queues also. So I don't think it should be that way. It's a quick no, obviously for the bank deals that don't work at your bank, get that, you know, unfortunately out of your queue quick a day at best, maybe a couple of minutes. But the deals that work, yeah, you should have it ready and approved in less than a week. Which I think is, if a, you're, you know, so. 
No, I mean, that's, that's great. I think that's a number that would probably boggle the minds of most of the people listening when you think about a process that's 30 days coming down to inside of a week. And obviously, you know, there, there are other pieces, which will mean it's not going to be the deal closed inside a week. There's still other as- aspects of exactly. the, uh, the, the process which need to be done, but that's still a massive time saver. So I guess my question now is what, what do you have to cut uh, in order to make that a reality? You know, what, what parts of the process are you eliminating or reducing? Well, that's the beautiful part of the software. We're not cutting anything out. We're not cutting staff out. We're augmenting technology with your best employees, your mediocre employees, whatever you know status they're in, and enhancing that process by saving you time. So we're not cutting anything out. We're actually making things faster, better, and more profitable. Yeah, I think this is one where you can start to see, you know, coming back to that earlier life you had where you were on the sales side of it, this is something where you can really see the value of it because ultimately it's about letting people, you know, your best salespeople do what they need to do and move as quickly as they need to move. I think this is every organization wants their salespeople to have as much kind of open water in front of them as possible, right? You don't want to put any barriers in front of the people who are bringing in revenue. Obviously, the benefits extend beyond that to the entire team when you're talking about this amount of time savings. But even that alone has to be just massive. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you think about it, right, like if you're saving your biggest, most most expensive thing is time, right? You're now able to decide, okay, great. You know, we've seen the production go up at these banks that are working with us because deals are matched up at a 95% funding rate. You're getting a deal on a silver platter, not a lead, right? The problem is there's so much lead generation websites and again, not bashing them, but that's not the problem solved that we're looking at. The problem isn't leads, right? There's over 200 million consumers out there. That's not a problem of lack of leads. It's the process of how to get those leads to the right bank, underwrite them correctly, match them up, get to your closing conditions, fund them, close them. Bankers happy, brokers happy, consumers happy. Friction is out. Customer service numbers are up. Your loan production is up. Your board members are happy because revenue and stocks are doing much better because, you know, at the end of the day, most banks love what they do, right? Lend. It's not about keeping your savings. When you're putting your savings account, checking account, whatever you're putting in there, right? They need to lend on that money. And if they're not lending efficiently and, you know, losing to competition, because that's the other thing, right? Technology is getting you know, adopted by some of these newer banks, newer, you know, more innovative executives are seeing the bigger picture. Um, they're going to get left behind. So that's the other thing is like, you don't want to get left behind because time is really the reason you're not being chosen, right? Bank A is using our software, moving deals much faster than you. You know, bank B is just going to struggle. And why would eventually consumers come to you? Yeah, no, I think it's a fair point. I think this is sort of where the industry in general is going. You know, maybe at some point we'll get to a point where I don't get that question anymore from my friends <laughs> who have this unpleasant experience. Well, I can see that we're about out of time. Uh, how should people follow up with you if they're interested in learning more? Yeah, the easiest way, if you want to email me, chris at helpwithmyloan.com. Again, it's chris at helpwithmyloan.com. You can also schedule a demo if you go to our website, hwml.app. If you're a bank, we have the lender demo. If you're a broker, there's a broker demo. Um, our BDRs are excited to meet you and set up the demo and um, you know bring you on board and see what we've been doing for our customers as well. Yeah, no, as I said, it's a really cool product. I would encourage people listening to, to go out and get that demo. Seeing it is believing. Of course, this is what Finnovate's all about, putting technologies like this up on stage and letting people really see what they can do. It's a powerful tool. It's a really necessary tool. Uh, Chris, thank you so much for taking time out and talking about it with me. Yeah, thank you, Greg. This was awesome. And um, yeah, 
looking forward to meeting and talking to different people in the industry. Take care. You too. The Finnovate podcast is produced by Informa Connect in association with Provoke.fm Media. Check out Finnovate.com for information on Finnovate's upcoming shows and to learn how you can get involved. The discount code Finnovate Podcast will save you 20% on tickets to all of our events. And you can email us at info at for information on sponsoring, speaking, or demoing. Thanks for listening.